Welcome to episode four of the Setup for Success podcast. My name is Sara Lee and I am your host. And today is a super special episode because it's a solo episode. And I'm actually really finally getting comfortable with filming a solo, a solo, oh my God, a solo episode on my own without having a guest. So it's actually nice to um, talk to you guys one-on-one and just like give you guys my own kind of perspective. I know I'm still, you know, trying to figure things out, but I feel like with my own experiences, it's just been um, nice to have some wisdom to give um, from what I've experienced. So today's episode is all about navigating your 20s. Now, um, not too long ago, I was on Instagram And I saw this video of this girl on Support Black Colleges. Now, they post a lot of um, videos with people, you know, just like young people talking about their experiences and stuff. And this girl was on here talking about how she was navigating her 20s. I'm literally on Instagram right now. If you guys are watching the visuals, I am trying to pull this up because I want to play the audio because I feel like it's super important behind the reasoning of the topic of today's conversation. So I'm going to go ahead and play this so you guys can hear um, what this young lady said about navigating her 20s. So I'm going to play it right now. Nobody talks about no I'm working a nine to five. I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I don't know if I'm on the corporate ladder. It's just so hard because, like, everything is expensive. Food is expensive. Gas is expensive. It's just so hard living on a day to day basis. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's just so stressful. All right, y'all. So that video was so sad. Like this girl was just breaking down crying. Like it literally made my eyes like tear up because I feel her on so many levels. It is really, really hard navigating your 20s. You really don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Like you think you know, but if you have no idea what path that you want to take in this life, it is so hard trying to figure it out because so many things on the internet are thrown at us all the time. Like, it's like, oh, start a business, be an entrepreneur. Oh, sell hair. Oh, do e-commerce, do this, do that. And honestly, it's a lot to handle. It's a lot to take in. And I just want to send a message out to that beautiful girl and just let her know that like, she really, really, really isn't alone. And I feel like people just hear that and think, oh, I'm okay. But for real, sis, you're not alone. It's so many of us out here that are really just trying to figure it out too. And we are, um, you know, just trying to find our way as well. So just take it easy. I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to have it figured out because we live in this climate where you see people, the minute you open your phone, you see them just talking about, how they just made their first million dollars or how they were able to afford um, this type of home and this type of house. And it is very discouraging sometimes when you don't have those things because it makes you feel like you're behind. It makes you feel like, did I waste my time going to college? Did I waste my time spending money on these things and it's not working out for me? But trust me, trust me, I feel like everything will be okay as long as you put in the work and just try to pace your own self. I feel like we are 
we really are in this society where it's hard not to compare and it's hard to see other people excelling and you just seem like you haven't had your win yet, but your win is coming. Trust me, it is coming. It's just going to take time, but it also is going to take you to really evaluate your why and what it is that makes you happy. So with today's conversation, since it's just me and you guys today, I'm going to talk about 21 things that I have learned at 21. And I feel like this is going to be very helpful for um, people who are in my same age, people who may be a little bit older than me, like a few years older than me, or people who are way younger than me. This could be very helpful and very useful for you because as a young 21-year-old woman out here, I feel like, number one, I feel like I haven't changed that much in the sense of my personality, but I have matured so much just growing up and um, just experiencing my life at this young stage. And um, I just want to share 21 things that I've learned at 21. Shout out to Cami Crawford because I saw on her podcast relationship that she did um, 30 things that she learned before 30. And, and those were very helpful for me. So I feel like I wanted to give you guys 21 things I've learned at the age of 21. So I don't think these I wrote all these down and I don't think none of these are in any particular order per se I just kind of like wrote on the paper what I felt that came to mind um, as I was just writing one two three four etc so the first one that I wrote is be particular about who you follow and what you watch this one um is very, very important because I feel like a lot of times what gets us discouraged, like this young lady was saying in that video clip was just like, it's just a lot in this world to see. So for me, I feel like what I had to do is learn how to um, um, just get rid of things in my um, visual point of view, get rid of things that I'm going to wake up and see. When I grab my phone, if I don't want to see Jada Wada. I'm going to unfollow her. It's not anything personal. But if I look at her as a sense of, wow, she's really young and she's doing things I wish or she's making the money I wish or I'm not there, then unfollow her. Unfollow all of these influencers that really don't serve you. If it's not making you and it's not anything against them personally. But if they're not helping you in a sense of inspiration or when you look at their pages, you're getting depressed, that means it's time for you to unfollow. And also being particular about what you're watching goes hand in hand with the following. So um, for me, it always boils down to am I watching content that is stimulating my mind and helping me feel better about where I am? Or am I watching things that's actually making me feel down, making me feel depressed, making me feel like is there more to life? Is this all that there is? If you're watching stuff like that, or if you're seeing things like that, it's time to let it go. What I had to do for myself with watching things was I figured that when I'm on the shade room, when I'm looking at things from neighborhood talk or the blogs or just anything that really isn't motivational or purposeful to me, I feel that it clouds my mind. It got to a point where I was having dreams, you guys, like I'm not even kidding. Like I was having actual dreams of influencers in my in my dreams because that was the last thing I was seeing at night so it was really weird because I'm like this is really taking a lot of my brain space that I don't need to see so what do I do I unfollow all those pages I unfollow everybody and I'm sorry guys if you hear my dog galore barking in the back she is pissed but we're gonna keep going so um anyway like I said 
unfollowing all those pages have helped me because when I look at my phone, when I get on Instagram, I'm seeing stuff that's actually motivating me. I'm seeing things that's actually inspiring me because of the accounts that I follow and the stuff that I'm watching. I'm not watching people in Bora Bora. I'm not, I don't care what these people are doing because at this very moment in my life, I'm trying to figure out myself. So you have to consume content, watch content that's going to help you. Boom. Number two, your real friend will come. I always had problems making friends growing up. Well, it wasn't a problem with making friends. Now, trust me, I'm a great time. I I always attract people. People like me. I, I'm very likable and I always feel like I could gravitate to friends, but they were never the right friends for me. So I would always get frustrated because I would always lose friends all the time. They would drop like flies. Like I never had a good female friend. And also with that, when I got to uh, college, my first year, I wasn't really expecting, I I think I had no expectations anymore because high school was a flop for me with friends. I just couldn't find anybody that was loyal to me, that matched my vibe, that was really about me, that just was genuine towards me. So, um, and I also had this idea in my mind what my best friend would look like. I thought she would look more like me. I thought we would bond over things that girly girls bond about, but, uh, you know, the universe had a different plan for me and I ended up having, um, my best friend come into my life when I got to um, my first year of college and he's actually gay and he's my best friend. His name is Antoine. Never in a million years did I think number one, that my best friend would be a boy and number two, my best friend would be gay and that we would bond so closely because we were very, very different. And I feel like that goes under the category of not judging people because when you judge them, you miss out on what could be. And I feel like that's so telling because now I really cannot imagine my life without my best friend. And to this day, Antoine is my only friend, like my only true friend. Like there's people who I'm cool with. There's people that like, maybe if I got invited out with them, I would definitely go, but I wouldn't go so far as to call them my friends. Like if I'm going through something, I have one best friend that I go to and he's enough. Like we're enough for each other. I have my family. I have him. And I'm cool with that. So know that your best friend will come. Know that your friends are coming. It might not be right now. And also don't overlook the people that are right in front of your face. Because maybe you think of this aesthetic like your friends should look like this or they should be acting like this. And maybe that's not for you. So don't judge a book by its cover. Your friend will come. Trust me. And also you don't need a big group of friends. One friend is enough. Number three. Journaling is very therapeutic. I live by journaling. I have like so many notepads and notebooks, but I have one specific journal that I wrote in for the past two years now consistently. And it has very much been um, an amazing thing for me to do to write out my emotions and my feelings about what I'm going through at that time. Because when I look back on what I was feeling two years ago, I'm like, girl, really? But at the time, that's what I needed to process my feelings and get it out and move on and have a place to vent because I don't know I'm not going to say therapy is off the table for me personally but I just know I right now I like journaling that's what's working for me at this moment so if you have ever tried it if you tried it and you weren't consistent try it again you don't have to do it every single day but maybe once a week or um 
And also journaling has helped me with logging my blessings because sometimes like we life moves so fast and things start happening and we don't even realize how blessed and grateful that we are. Like I have so many moments where I've written in my journal, oh my God, thank you God for letting me interview Michael B. Jordan. This is a blessing. I cannot believe this or thank you. Like it, like there's so many things that I've dreamt about that actually happened that I had to like in real time, go in my journal and write it down so I can remember that memory and be grateful and, and go back and look at my emotions, how I was feeling. And even when I'm not feeling great, even when I'm feeling really, really bad or when I had a situation that was not serving me, it was so helpful. So journal. Number four, every person who enters your life taught you something. This one um, took me a minute because sometimes there's people that have crossed my path where I'm like, I literally wish I'd never met you in my whole life. I never wish I met you. But everybody who comes teaches you something. There's a reason. And I'm very big on reason. I'm very big on um, time. I'm very big on just purpose in general. I don't think about coincidences. I don't believe in coincidence. I I always feel like everything has a reason behind something. So I, I just kind of feel like it's self-explanatory because you know people who come into your life in that time, what you were thinking, who you were, what you were thinking about is a reflection of the people you were attracting. So I feel like all those people that were in my space have taught me a lot about myself, what I want, what I don't want, type of people I do want to be around and type of people I don't want to be around. So number four, number five, it's okay your body is changing. I had to come to a realization that I really do have body dysmorphia. And I didn't think I did, but I, I do. Because there were times when I was, um, you know, just even when I was sophomore, junior, my body was beautiful and fine. But I still found ways to tear myself down and, and make it seem like it's the end of the world, that my body is changing, that I'm not the same size that I was in high school. It's going to change. And that's okay. But I feel like for me, what was also that weird underlying thing is because I knew I wasn't properly taking care of my body. So even though I wasn't um, um, necessary insane weight, it's just like I consciously knew I wasn't doing things to maintain the type of uh, lifestyle I want to live, the type of body I want to have. So it kind of goes hand in hand being conscious of what you're doing and but also just giving yourself grace to know that you're fine, like your metabolism is much faster than what it will be in the future. So if you want to eat, eat, if you want to splurge, splurge, but like do things in a way that is going to not be overboard because that's when you're going to start feeling bad. So, but it's fine that your body's changing. It's going to change. I love how my body is now. And I keep having to reiterate that over and over and over again. Even if I'm not at the peak of where I want to be, I still love my body because she does what needs to be done for me every single day. And I'm grateful for her. Um, number six, leave little boys alone. My God, my parents will tell you, I was boy crazy. We don't even talk about it that much because I think it's understood. But like, I wish I probably, I really wish that I would have left boys alone because for some reason, for some odd reason, and this goes into childhood things that have to be corrected, but you really should leave little boys alone because they're not going to do anything for you. They really just like honestly waste your time. 
They don't know what they want. They don't know what they're doing. You don't know what you're doing. So if you can avoid boys as much as possible, especially the ones that you know are no good, leave them alone. The bad boy thing, leave it alone. Now, I'm a good girl. I've always been raised right. And I feel like that's why I've attracted that type of behavior. And I feel like that can be relatable to a lot of young women. But leave them boys alone. You have stuff to do. There, spend time with your family do that like <laughs> it's okay like leave them boys alone they're they're literally going to stress you out when you have other things that you could be doing to be creative and I feel like at that age it's hard to wrap your mind around that but if you leave them alone you won't be stressed out oh my god I feel like I'm like talking to my younger self all right next number seven moving your body will help you feel better I feel like sometimes um I, I just never had like a specific thing to help me uh, with feeling good overall. But I definitely feel like what I've learned now is that just movement in general is good for you. Whether it's like taking a walk. I really like doing yoga, especially when I go to bed. I love yoga with Bird on YouTube. She is my favorite. Um, so doing yoga, doing stretches, uh, even doing things with your friends to to help you move your body is always good. I've always loved dancing in the mirror in my room. Literally, I choreograph whole routine. So keep doing that. I think that's a great thing to help you maintain um, just fluidity in your body and just not feeling stiff and just feeling just overall better. Move your body. That's one. Uh, number eight, it's never too early to start. This one is huge. I started in media when I was six years old. My dad literally had a whole radio show for me now. Granted, he did take it over, but he did introduce me to media at a very young age because I feel like my family really, really knew I had this gift and it it really helped. And I also do wish that when I discovered it, I cultivated it more because, um, there's, you know, so much opportunity when you start younger because you're learning more. But I feel like when you're younger, you're just living life and you're not really paying attention. But I always think that it's never too early to start. If you see something that you like, just start it. Like you could literally be a 10 year old and start your YouTube channel. That's great. That's amazing. Start it early. You're never you don't have to wait. Just do it. Number nine, be yourself. There were so many times for me, where I really was copying other people and I just really feel like I didn't have my own identity. That is so toxic. That is not going to help you get to where you want to be. And being yourself overall is what's going to gravitate people towards you. Because if you're not being yourself, what's going to happen is you're going to pretend to be someone you're not. You're going to start getting in situations where you don't even know you know who you are anymore and it's going to cause you to attract people you don't like it's going to cause you to look back on things like there's tweets you guys like me and my best friend were cracking up about this I had an era in my life where I wanted to be this hood girl so bad I don't know what this was that I was going through but like I just wanted people to accept me but like I was going about it in the wrong way and I was just copying what I saw I was just behaving in ways that was not truly authentic to me and it showed and when I look back on it now I had to delete some old tweets because I'm like what was I even talking about this doesn't even sound like me because it's not you and overall people will like you more when you really really are who you say you are if you like anime cool if you like um 
I don't know. But whatever it is that you like, it's fine to like that. Don't try to change who you are to appease other people, especially guys. I feel like for young women, especially, we always feel like we have to be prim and popper. If you're weird, you're weird. Your weirdness is beautiful. Who you are is amazing. Don't ever change who you are to fit some mold, to be who you think somebody wants you to be. Be yourself because at the end of the day, you can only fake for so long. Then after you get done faking and you really start revealing who you truly are, the people who you've gravitated are not going to like you or respect you because they're like, we want you to go back to your old ways. But it's like that wasn't even you. So be you. Be yourself. Number 10, reading books is going to help you. Now, for me, I always like when we were younger, we used to have to do those things like the like scholastic challenges and reading when you're younger and like you get like Pizza Hut. I don't know if you guys remember that stuff, but we used to do that. And I just hated reading. Like, I was not that kid that was getting a pizza party. I was not that person that was doing all that. Like, I could not finish a book. And the reason why is because I was reading books I genuinely did not like. So when you're, um, you know, in this process of trying to, like, educate yourself more and help yourself more and get to where you want to go, reading is extremely helpful. I love self-help books. I love reading about people's life and their journey. And that has helped me tremendously. Right now, I'm reading Woman Evolved by Sarah Jake Roberts. I tend to read books about people that I look up to or people that I like their journey or I like motivation. So try to find books that are tailored to you. And also, there are hacks and ways to read books in a more effective way. You don't have to read every single word you know, try to like, especially like when you're reading a book, I like to go in the chapters and see like what parts of the book I want to read. But for the most part, if it's a really good book, I'm going to read it through and through. And I might read it a couple times just so I can get inspired again. So reading books is really, really helpful for you if you find the type of books that you actually like. Number 11, you are growing up and it's fine. For me, I feel like I'm always like planning for the future or trying to figure out my future and trying to get the answers now, 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 but it's fine. You don't have to rush. You don't have to be afraid. Like sometimes I get a little bit fearful about the future. Like, oh my God, one day I'm going to get old. One day I'm going to have to like do all these things that my parents do and like, and it kind of gets overwhelming because it's just like you realize it's a lot. Adulthood is a lot. And I feel like I try not to scare myself but also remembering that it's fine that you're gonna grow up you have to grow up you have to go through life and it's okay that you don't have it figured out none of us have it figured out so just take it a step at a time and lean on um what you have available to you because it's going to be very resourceful for you and just take it easy because I'm just now entering it I don't know what to expect but I know God has me. So boom, that's that's just that on that. Boom. Uh, number 12, your parents are just trying to help. I always like, I have the type of parents that they're all in parents. Like my parents have always been there. Like they are the type that they are going to always show up. They're always going to give me their advice. They're always going to give me their two cents, even if I don't ask for it. But I know they're coming from a good place. I feel like when I was a bit younger, I would get annoyed and irritated with my parents sometimes. Um, But I realized like my mom is always just trying to help. My dad is always just coming from a good place. And I feel like that 
is something that you have to understand that when you're getting irritated with your parents, they truly are just trying to help you. And if you learn to see it that way, you're going to have a much better relationship with them than trying to just fight it all the time. Number 13, find what works for you spiritually. Now, for me, I went to a Catholic school growing up and, um, just even my family, like just being exposed to different religions and different ideologies. I've learned a lot in the spiritual space. I don't know every single thing, but I feel like I have a pretty good base knowledge about things. And for me, there's just some things that don't work for me. There's some religions that don't apply to me that I feel like don't resonate with me. And I had to find things that actually I feel connected to. So when I do feel lost, I have my own way of doing stuff. So Um, if you don't really feel like church is your thing, then don't go. If you feel like you're the type of person that likes, um, you know, seeking spirituality in a different way, do that. Like, don't be afraid to try to find different routes for you that make you feel better. And don't let other people make you feel bad about your decisions. Because number one, at the end of the day, my opinion is that everyone has their own beliefs and their own truths. And that's their belief in their truth. But at the end of the day, it's still a mystery, in my opinion. But you have to just allow people to believe what they believe because that's what's helping them. And don't feel like you have to convert or do things that make you feel actually uncomfortable. Because at the end of the day, you're going to stray away. It's not going to feel right in your soul. So just find what works for you. And also don't make other people feel bad. I hate people like that. Like I fell out with a girl over that because I just kind of felt like she was making me feel bad about my own beliefs and what makes me feel good and what makes me feel connected to God. So at the end of the day, I don't care if you're an atheist. Don't make people feel bad about it. That's just their thing. Uh, number 14, listen to your intuition. My intuition has guided me and helped me in so many situations. And sometimes I ignore my intuition and I've had experiences where ignoring it has made it much harder for me to walk away from situations. So pretty much self-explanatory, but you got to always listen to your gut because you get that ick feeling when you know something isn't right for you and you really have to move on. If something is telling you to act on something, you should act on it because something is drawing you there. And I feel like when you listen, your intuition gets stronger. And especially us women, we have a strong sense of um, intuition and feelings and movement and what's happening for us. And I would just continue to let that guide you and continue to do um, the steps that align you closer to your, you know, your inner self because my inner self really does help me a lot. And I feel like by listening to my intuition more and not ignoring my intuition has just helped me feel much better about the decisions that I make. Uh, Okay. Let's see. Number 15, your dreams, Willie, (laughs) Willie. (laughs) Okay. Your dreams really will come true if you put in the work. Now, I have seen this happen for me in my life by taking action. There's no result when there's no action. So for me, I'm always basing my um, 
movements and my dreams on, okay, I, I really want to do this, but how am I going to get there? How exactly am I going to get there? What should I do to get there? Now it is kind of scary. I will say stepping out on faith and stepping out on, um, stepping away from your fears to get what you want. But I am telling you, you guys, so far in my life, I have experienced so many beautiful experiences just by believing that my dreams are destined for me and by taking the actions that will help me get me where to I want to where I want to go they will happen and I've had dreams come true I've had multiple dreams come true so um just know that your dreams are real and they can happen if you put the work in for them um so yeah put in the work your dreams will come true definitely definitely will come true uh, number 16, a guy who really likes you is going to take initiative for me. I'm always, uh, I've always been like a very giving person, very super loving. Um, my parents have been together for like years, like 20 something plus years. And I just always wanted to like emulate a relationship like that. I feel like for me now, I'm not really focused on a relationship. I'm very much focused on me because I don't know why that was such a thing for me. Just like finding someone or like just having someone in my life in a romantic way. I'm really not in that space right now. Trust me, I am not looking for it. And I feel like that goes kind of hand in hand. It's like, don't rush the whole relationship thing. You, we are all so young. My God, we don't even have certain things in line in order for certain things to happen with a relationship to be successful. It's okay to date. It's okay to get to know people. But like, don't don't make it seem like a guy shouldn't be doing the bare minimum. When I say bare minimum, I mean a guy should be taking you out on dates if he really likes you. If he really likes you, he's going to call you back when you say he's going to call you back. If... um he really likes you. There's just, there's just things that he's going to do. He's going to get to know you. He's going to ask things that, uh, aren't always geared toward a sexual prowess. It's going to be for a true reason that really is because I really like this girl and I really want to get to know her. That is the bare minimum. I feel like for so many women, we just overlook those things and we just feel like a guy should just, we should just, uh, do whatever to keep them around so we won't feel like this loneliness. But I feel like that is one of the things that you have to correct. If a guy likes you, he's going to step up. He is going to. There's no if and or buts about it. If you are somewhere, he is going to come and see you. That's just that on that. If a guy's not doing that, leave him alone. Next one, number 17, focus on yourself. That kind of goes hand in hand with number um, 16, but I'm going to say it again. When you focus on yourself, things just happen for you. You're going to attract the things that you want in your life if you focus on you. If you don't know yourself, how can you expect someone else to really know you if you don't know yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't work towards your dreams and your aspirations, you're just going to be floating around through life and you're going to be just waiting for someone to save you. You have to save yourself. No one is going to save you. Focusing on yourself allows you to get clearer on what it is you want out of your life. So if you want to move somewhere, if you have dreams of living somewhere, if you have dreams of having a certain amount of income, if you have a dream partner that you want, if you have a dream 
just overall life that you want, you have to start focusing on you. The more you put attention to other people, the less likely you are to feel fulfilled. For me, I there's been so many times where I feel like I was literally putting so much energy into other people and not putting that energy into myself and what I want and worrying about what other people are doing and what they're saying and what they're doing. That's their life. You have to worry about your life, gravitate the things that you want, and it's going to make you feel so much better about where you're going because you know who you are. You know that you've been putting in the work. You know that... Um, I have been nurturing every part of my my being so that when I get to where I am, I'm fulfilled. I can then say I'm ready for these things because I've took the time for me. So make sure you focus on yourself. Number 18, meeting your idols can bring inspiration. Now, this has been a lesson for me that I have just as an interviewer and as a journalist and just talent, podcaster, This has been something that has been very eye-opening for me that I want to share because I've met so many incredible people. When I met Michael B. Jordan, when I met Pharrell, when I met Ruth E. Carter, when I met Jay Ellis, these are people that I have watched for a long time on my TV screens, people that I look up to, people who are motivating to me. And having conversations with them have really put me... Uh, in a place where I feel like I have a clearer perspective that things take time. And when I do come across them, that they're just human beings. I feel like so many times we idolize celebrities and we make them seem so larger than life and we make ourselves seem so inferior, but like they really are people and they're, and a lot of the time they're good people, not, not every single one, but majority 99% of the celebrities that I have met that I've interviewed and I've talked to and asked advice for uh, from them for young people and for myself, they have been extremely kind and they have motivated me and, and helped me realize that I can be there and I can be influential and motivational and I'm just like them and that my time will come. And I feel like when you get inspired by people that you look up to, it really can boost you and it really can help you actually put your life into some sort of perspective as well from a different um, point of view. Um, And also just being across, just being around people who make millions, um, that also has been an inspiration too about just knowing like, dang, like, these are the rooms that I've been in. These are the people that I've talked to. I'm going to be there one day and understanding that I can be there one day. Uh, I would recommend if there's any point in time in your life where there's someone that you admire and you have a chance to like go to like some sort of meet and greet or ask them some sort of question or maybe there's just a moment where you see them walking down the street. I would, I would definitely go up to them. I would definitely go up to people that you admire. They don't have to necessarily be celebrities. Maybe it's uh, someone that you look up to um, that you've seen on the internet. Maybe they're not a huge celebrity, but they're someone that you admire. Maybe they're a few years older than you. Talk to those people because those people can really just give you a different outlook on life and a different perspective and, it can really change how you look at yourself as well. So that was that was a big one that I've learned. Number 19, networking is important. My God, I learned this big time in college because when I was in college, 
I felt like networking was definitely going to be something that made me stand out. And that's something that I stood on as part of my brand. I network with every and every, everyone, any, oh my God, any and everybody, my God. I network with any and everybody. So when I was at Hampton, I made sure that I connected with alumni. I made sure that I uh, reached out to them. When I saw them in person at homecoming, I went up to them. I interviewed them. I spoke with them. I told them my dreams. Um, Now, like I have like my my biggest flex, I feel like from college was that my contact list is insane. And everyone that I've always wanted to connect with, I have connected with them because I was bold enough to say, like, I have to network with these people because that's how I'm going to get my foot in the door. And that's how I'm going to build relationships, which is going to translate to more opportunity. So biggest thing is please network, network with your classmates, network with your alumni, network with people who are around you who are doing similar things, network with people who aren't doing similar things as you because you just never know. Number 20, the degree is worthless without experience. Now, this is my own opinion from my experience going to college. For me, I feel like having a college degree was beneficial for me. I don't think it's necessarily for everybody But I do think that my degree overall was exceptionally um, useful because of how I used my time in college. I got a lot out of college, like I said, from networking, like from interviewing people, from getting the experience, because now with with the experience that I have, I've created so many opportunities for myself because I actually went out there and did the work I didn't just wait for my professor to give me an assignment he gave me the assignment I did the assignment and then I also did something else outside of that I also created my own thing I also created my own community on campus I also did things that would set me apart so build up your resume on your own get out there and do things because just going to class doing the work is not enough. I'm telling you, you're going to feel so bad after graduation when you didn't build connections, when you didn't do things on your own. You're going to feel bad about it because it's just like, dang, unless you have some sort of degree where, I mean, that's all that you need, um, which I don't think there's any degree where that's just all that you need. You have to be able to go out there and do some experience, especially with media. I can speak for media. If you don't have experience, if you went to college and you don't have a demo reel or if you don't have any sort of thing to show no one's going to see your work they're going to be like where is it where is your stuff and sometimes internships just don't get you enough so don't be afraid to do it on your own uh number 21 this is the last one okay you guys number 21 have fun you are young as hell i take life so seriously i try my best to just understand that I have so much time and that I'm not behind and 
that I need to enjoy this age. Like I see so many people when uh, they talk about life and going back and saying like, oh, I wish I would have did this in my 20s or I wish I would have had more fun in my 20s and just lived life in my 20s and did things that I've never done before at this time because you really won't get it back. And it's even weird just saying like my college years flew by. Like it's crazy. I felt like I was going to be in college for forever, but now it's over and now I'm out here in the world, but I really don't feel like this huge difference because I've always been like a go-getter and like, no, it's not going to be easy, but I'm trying to be as optimistic as possible at the future. And I know the universe is on my side. God has me covered all the time. So it will work out for me. Um, So you have to speak it into existence as well. I wanted to say that that's super important. Like we're so young, you guys we're going to go through things. And I feel like the fear comes from, I don't want to fail. I don't want to get a setback. I don't want to not, you know what I mean? Like there, there's just so many things that we, we fear failure. We fear the unknown. And sometimes you have to just go through life and just be like, you know what? I'm young as heck. I'm going to make mistakes. It's going to be fine, but I am going to get to my destination because I am trying And I feel like as long as you are just getting up every day with a good intention, with a good mindset to know that you are trying in this life and that you will become something and God will protect you and you will get to where you want to go. It's going to happen for you because you have it within yourself to get to where you want to go. And just like having fun and being young is really amazing because there's nothing tying you down. You don't have any like big responsibilities at this time you can mess up and try you can move you can go anywhere you can meet people you know what I mean and I'm just trying to experiment with my life right now I'm trying to see what's working for me I'm trying to see like you know what what could this lead to what path could this open up and I feel like God rewards those who just live in their being live in their time he's gonna get you where you're gonna go you're gonna be fine trust me everything is going to be okay I got to tell myself this all the time I talk to my family I talk to my mentors I talk to my best friend and we've all come to this conclusion that when you're young you're gonna go through it but at the end of the day you're gonna be fine if you just keep trying so that is the 21 things that I've learned at 21 and I feel like this is so beautiful because like I just can't wait to look back um, on these sessions, on these episodes and see what I'm thinking on when I'm 24, 25, when I'm 30, when I'm 40. Like, I feel like that's going to be so cool to look back on this time and see where my mind is at and see what's changed and, um, see what experiences that I've gone through and, and see if this list is, you know, pretty much accurate. I mean, it's accurate for me now because it's what I learned, but I, I want to I can't wait to see how I develop and change. So, yeah, you guys, that is a wrap on today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you do, please make sure to leave a review on the podcast. Um, I definitely want to know what you guys are thinking on Apple Podcasts. Please follow. Please share. Um, share the podcast right now. I forgot to tell you guys. Oh, my goodness. We I'm going to tell you guys this now. If you're not following us on Instagram, then of course you wouldn't know this, but I'm going to reveal that Setup for Success is a 2023 semifinalist in Pharrell Williams Black Ambition Prize competition. 
And what that means is we are eligible to win up to $100,000 for this podcast to uh, grant us the opportunity to launch it bigger, bolder, better. So this is just the beginning. And I'm so honored um, to be in this cohort with uh, the semifinalists. There's 250 of us. Uh, Yesterday, I just submitted my second application for the second round. uh, And then they will narrow it down to the final uh, 50. And then once they do that, it'll be around September that we find out. So Wish me luck, you guys. This is going to be a huge chapter for us. This is my baby. This is the Setup for Success podcast. And I feel like this is going to change lives and change the game because we are talking to us. And I'm telling you guys, I get where you're feeling. I get where you're coming from because I'm just like you. I just graduated literally two months ago. So I trust me, I understand that we are all just trying to figure out where we're going in this life and we just want some guidance and we need content tailored to us. We need to learn from human experience because it, it, we're in this generation where AI is taking over and artificial intelligence is the thing, but there's nothing like learning from a, a human experience doesn't matter what they look like, where they come from. It's the story. The story is what matters. And as a communicator in general, that is my passion. So I hope you guys really love this fourth episode. Let me know what other topics or what other uh, segments that you want to hear. And I will make sure to incorporate that in the show because we are just in the beginning phase and we are going to have so much longevity and room to grow. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys next week.